0: The Maximum Meathead Podcast. All right, well, welcome back to another episode of the Maximum Meathead Podcast. We bring you the meat and potatoes of fitness with a side of bullshit. We're your hosts, Muscle Bill and Punchy Paquette. How you doing, buddy? What up? I'm doing great. Nice. So, in standard fashion, what's your last couple of weeks been like, man? Been busy. What have you been doing? Been busy. I actually, had the opportunity, a
1: uh, pretty cool thing, was to attend the annual fire training school at the Bruce Nuclear nice. facility. They got a $25 million facility or something like that, all designed for fire training. So it was cool. Got to play with some live fire and some propane uh, props. It was neat, man. It was the first time that I sat in in the burn tower. We had a live fire of like hay and wood. Mm -hmm. And uh, my captain made me just sit there and appreciate the fire for a bit. He's like, watch it burn. Just watch how it goes and the different steps and the smoke, the heat. Like Feel it all, observe it all. Take it all in. Yeah. Give it a squirt of water. What's that squirt of water doing? Learn your enemy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Give it an indirect shot. What's it doing? We have a search team upstairs. So you, you don't want to put the fire out completely, then the hot steam's going to go cook them upstairs. Right. Just learned a lot. It was It was really neat. Also had the mine rescue competition, our annual district competition. Right. Which ended up being real tight. Our team did really good. We had a pretty fresh green team. To give you guys a nutshell of what it is, we basically, uh, we have a competitive team on, on the mine rescue team. So every year we get a bit more training and we compete against uh, neighboring mines, mutual aids, and you walk into an arena that's built like a mine, you walk in not knowing what the hell's going to happen. It right. could be anything. Lights are so, on off? What's going on with that? Off in the arena. But you walk in and like our, our scenario was, hey, you guys are from Goddard's Mine. Mm-hmm. It's whatever day, whatever time, you're here for a first aid training course, that's all you know. Sure. So we walk in, we're like, okay, and there's probably 20, 30 judges there, and they all stay silent and just stare at you and got clipboards and watch every move, and you don't really see them in the scenario. They got, like, little holes, and they right. hide behind drapes and shit. Oh, okay. So we were just sitting there, and then all of a sudden we get a radio call, and they're calling our captain of the team, so, which was Dave Kelly. Did a great job, first year competing. Nice. First year as captain, took a big role. And all of a sudden we got this uh, – Four, I think it was four men missing on the one level of the mine, and they heard a loud bang. They're retreating. I think there was a report of smoke. We really don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, we right. have Missing men. Hey, okay, everybody, all of a sudden, there's a situation at this mine. Yep. We weren't supposed to be involved in this situation, but here it is. There's a crisis all of a sudden. Get ready. So we get all our gear ready. We get judged on all that shit. The day before, we also take an exam. So See how smarts we are. We didn't do too good on that. Sorry, team. <laughs> yeah. The anchor right here. Next year. <laughs> Next year, yeah, I'll study harder. <laughs> no, you won't. So <laughs> so we yeah. get kind of a gist of what's going on. We start packing up, get our gear ready. We head in the shaft, the makeshift shaft, like the cage to get down, the yep. elevator to get down to the mine. Sure. All of a sudden we're there. We ring the bells like we would to get down to the certain level and smoke starts pouring in. So all of a sudden, you know, we have to go through our protocol. Yep. So we all link up, check our masks, make sure there's no leaks. Report to the, the the briefing officer upstairs. we got smoke, and he says, continue on. I won't give you all the procedural stuff, because there's tons of it. Sure, yeah. Anyways, we eventually get to the jackpot shit show, which is, we come around a corner of one of the drifts, which is a mining cave. We get around to one of the drifts, and we see a fire that's going. They have this like computer screen fire with this wood. Yep. So it looks like a real fire. And uh, another pipe that had flames coming out of it, which was supposed to be... Uh, a methane leak that was on fire. Methane is a gas that's, yep. that's real uh, popular, especially in our mine. We hit a lot of methane, just a natural gas that builds up, and it's highly explosive.
0: That was it real? Like, it was a real fire that was burning yeah, through this real, pipe? Real yeah, fire, okay, cool. real
1: fire. Real flame. Nice. And I was the, uh, the gas guy, so I always have to watch out a gas. Cause at certain levels, we can't even run some of our electronics because yeah. it could ignite and blow up the place. Sure. Uh, for example, the saw that I had to use the reciprocating saw. Yep. If the levels were too high, I can't run that. That could be enough to trigger an explosion. Sure. So there's a fire. As we get close to the fire, there's electrical cables down. We have to shut off the energy, blah, blah, blah. But we see another guy that has a machine tipped on him. He's conscious, but uh, legs down, he's trapped. So he, you see this and you think, okay, this guy's in trouble. But you go around the corner and there's a guy that's pinned against a, a machine with a drill steel. Oh wow! Uh, Impaled yeah. through his stomach, that's coming out of the wall. So it mimicked the they're drilling with all these drill steels. It kicked back. Yep. Kicked out. He was in the line of fire. Shot him in the stomach. He's unconscious against a trapped against a piece of machine with a drill steel sticking out of his belly. Happy birthday! Yeah, <laughs> here <Fuck>. we go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So basically, we had to. In the end, we had to put both of them on air because there were smoky conditions. You yeah. know, the carbon monoxide. Oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, the methane levels are rising, but not enough for us to not use our machines. Mm-hmm. So I was the one cutting. We uh, stabilized the drill steel, cut a piece off so he's free. Get him on a stretcher backboard, get him some air, collar him, You know, keep his spine in alignment. Yep,
0: all the safety get, stuff like yeah, a paramedic. Get him out, check sure. on the
1: guys we left earlier, because we ran into people on the way there too, and we had to leave them in an air tent, give them air, fix their tent. Uh, one, she was complaining about her diabetes, so I had had to find her lunch pail in the, in oh, the yeah. cave, yeah, and she had her medicine in there, so I had to slip her the medicine. But at the same time, you can't just give her the medicine; can't open the tent, and expose her to these right. these toxins in the air. So there's techniques to that, like you put it down, put a blanket, squish all the air out, just Slide put it. it enough, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So the jackpot was a guy with all the steel sticking out of his belly, right? And they do a, they do a bunch of. Work to it. So it looks pretty legit. Yep. He had burns to his mouth and his hands. And uh, yeah, that was the shit show. I had to get him out.
0: It's like intense, specialized, like first aid type stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Crazy. Yeah, yeah cool.
1: it was cool, man. Uh, and our team did really well. We were up in the running for winning it. We didn't. Windsor Mine won it. Yep. Uh, they're a great team. You know, they work well together. Props to them. Sure. And we want everybody to do well, you know, because in the end, We're practicing for a disaster that may happen. That you never want to see. You never want this to happen. And they're our mutual aid. Like, if it's too much for us to handle, Windsor's coming down with their mine rescue teams and helping us out, or CGC. So I want these guys to be awesome. I want everyone to do perfect. Obviously, that's not going to happen. But uh, great experience. Had a good time. Mm -hmm. Good time at the banquet with the boys after. A lot of learning, man.
0: Well, it's special, like, I can't say, obviously there's not a lot of mines around here, right? So like you said, if Windsor needs to come here or you need to go there, like that's intense shit that really nobody else knows how to deal with. No, there is right? nobody there's else. No, there is nobody like fire you. fire
1: police don't go. It's a mine that's, rescue that's right. ordeal. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you, we got to count on them. They got to count on us. And it's cool. It has that vibe. You know, we are all competing, but at the same time we all have that uh, that brotherhood too. Yeah. Because we're, we're all, we all know that. When shit's hitting the fan and everyone's running the, the other way, we're the ones going there. You're
0: going in. That's and right. And if it's yep. that
1: serious that like you need mutual aid in that, it's, it's going to be a real jackpot. Yep. When you're in a closed space in a cave, there's, there's no running out. There's no no there's no there's like, I'll just step over here and be cool. No, no, no. You're yeah. still in the shit. you got to climb the CN Tower to get down to that fucking hole. <laughs> yeah, so, that's right. That's right. right. Nice try. Yeah, to give you an idea of how deep that hole is, it is the CN Tower upside down. Yeah. So for us, anyways, that's the mining level we're at. Sure. So between the fire in the mine rescue training this week. It's been, been crazy, but awesome. We also yeah. did a, an entanglement uh, training at the Goddard Fire Department, mm-hmm. which is a box they built. And you got to go through with your pack with all these wires sticking out. You got to yeah. get, like, you got to make your way through with these tons of wires and full gear that catches on fucking everything. Oh, yeah. You got to try not to snap. <laughs> then in the end, when you make it through that, you got to crawl through a tunnel that gets tighter and tighter and tighter. Right. And if you don't have your pack... On the right angle, and your arms extend like one back, one forward, and you're right. slowly shifting, you're stuck. You're, just, you're in.
0: And then you everyone- like Willy Wonka or something like that. Dude goes in the
1: room and gets all fucked up. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. that, I felt Willy Wonka. Yeah. Once I got <laughs> in there, weird. I don't like being trapped. Yeah. Right? I get a little bit of, uh, what do you call that, clusterphobia. Oh, yeah. I just close my eyes and just focus on my breathing. They're all waiting for me to snap. They're like, oh, yeah. Paquette's up. He's going to rage. You can see the excitement, right? Like, yeah. oh, this guy's going to freak right out. Here's and the forehead veins going yeah. strong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. It actually went pretty good, though. They, luckily, they taught me a few techniques, because if they wouldn't have, I would have been fucked. Yeah. But they taught me, you know, like tank down in the corner of the room, slide, slide like that. And you f- basically do like a, if you're swimming, like a back crawl. Because I know all about that. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) neither of us are swimmers, so we're sinkers. Oh well. So I did the back crawl, whatever. Get these wires out, but it uh, it just—I had a ton of training last couple weeks, but at the same time, it gives me so much appreciation for all the emergency services there because they don't see the shit we go through, you know, to to be ready. Sure. They just rely on us to be there. Yeah. But there's a lot of work that goes in. Like, I've been studying my ass off, man. I hate studying. I've been studying, watching videos, watching disasters, how people react, calling my paramedic buddies, being like, hey, if you run into this and this, you know, an unconscious guy with a a flailed chest and this and that and blah, 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 blah. What do you do? What happens? What do you do? What should I do there? You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, there's so much involved and... If anything, people listening to this and they don't understand what I'm saying, emergency services go through a lot of shit to be ready, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, much appreciation, much appreciation of that big props to Bruce nuclear for having us for their fire training day. There was like 120 people there. Wow. Yeah. Firefighters all over the region. Yep. Some of us did firefighting. Others did, uh, high angle rescues. Oh yeah. You talked all about that a lot time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Anyways, it was a full week or a full few weeks of just training like crazy. And I love it because the more prepared, more confident I feel, the better I feel just being involved with it, right? Yep. Last thing I want is knowing that people are relying on me and I don't know enough.
0: Sure. You don't want to be the weak link in the chain, No, right? I don't. Yeah. You know,
1: if I, I want to get into the shit and be able to, especially being on the competitive team, like at, at the mine, a lot of guys on the mine rescue team, they'll look for the, the comp guys To kind of guide them a bit because we get the extra training, right? The extra hours in the year. Sure. So I want to be ready and be like, yeah, we got this. Boom, 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 boom. That's what we need to do. There's no room for thinking about it. Yep. You know, if it's a real crisis, you got to do this shit, get out. Yep. Because for both situations, in a fire, you got to be quick because a fire, a fire is so fast, it's unbelievable. I just watched the video and the whole house go on, go up and smoke in like five minutes. They started a little couch fire and they had a time-lapse video. Right. And that whole house was in flames within five minutes insane man yeah now with the building materials and all that shit being so cheap oh yeah everything sparks up yeah it's a lot less
0: dense and everything
1: right so yeah everything's like so quick action blah 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 like in out bang 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 you gotta be ready for man and uh it's been nice having all this crazy training because i feel a bit more confident Mm -hmm. never confident enough i wish i could do it full time all the time sure but uh always room for improvement yeah but it's been fun thank you emergency services makes me uh Proud of everyone out there for all their hard work. Sure. Especially paramedics. I've used them a few times. Well,
0: (laughs) you get exposure to something that you didn't have as much familiarity with. Um, You definitely get a sort of increased grading of appreciation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You get deeper into the hole and you think, holy fuck. Like Yeah, like a buddy of mine just uh, witnessed something at a bar. You know, a
1: guy fell and smashed his head. Sure. And uh, he was telling me about it. And I'm thinking in my head, like, that some people deal with that and it was traumatic for them right sure yeah and i'm thinking you know how many people are dealing with that day in day out like mm-hmm. you got to be one strong fucker yeah
0: mentally to be able to deal with that yeah and i think you also need to be able to offload it somehow right yeah you can't carry that shit around all the time
1: yeah and that was one thing they're pushing at the fire department big time at first was like uh you know we, there's captains to talk to there's numbers you can yeah. call. they're really pushing that but then y- you realize why like if i have to go to a a car accident, you know, yep. extrication, everything. And you're seeing, especially kids, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I am dreading the day I have to deal with kids, especially with the mine. We don't deal with kids or anything like that. Right, it's all adult workers. Yeah, sure. it's all usually grown men. Yep. But I'm um, not looking forward to kids and stuff like that. I know it could be super hard, but mm-hmm. that's what we sign up for. If it happens, it happens. Yeah, Hopefully it if doesn't. If you're not
0: there, nobody else is. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah.
1: And that was the other thing that my buddy was saying. It's like no one knew what to do. Everyone's just staring. Absolutely, like that is probably taking
0: other cell phones right. To be that a is the asshole. real world. Nobody, yeah. nobody yeah.
1: knows what they're doing, and that's why I keep praising for years that why aren't we teaching kids in school mm-hmm. first aid,
0: CPR? Yeah, part of the curriculum. You
1: know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is kind of important. Kids shit. choking
0: and shit. Simple stuff, yeah, right? Like every day. Like, oh, and, or a big one, kids bang their heads on the table or, like, uh, squish their fingers indoors, mm-hmm. you know? Can you imagine if other kids in the room were like, oh, shit, I'm going to go get the first aid kit. I'm going to go for an adult or whatever and go through the procedure yeah. and they just knew what to do. Like,
1: or at least not freeze and
0: go get help. Yeah, a or lot start of pe- crying too. Yeah. Everybody starts yeah. crying.
1: Great. Well, the one guy we had uh, came to the mine and he told us uh, he had his arm ripped off. He oh, reached yeah. in to grab a cable, yeah. something that was caught in one of the... Uh, the belt rollers, the the things that spin and let the belt go through, Uh, there was a cable sticking out and he went to pull that and it sucked him in Mm -hmm. and it caught his clothing, sucked him all and ripped his whole arm right off. Mm -hmm. So he's got an empty socket here and when he ran for help, the first guy he got to Screamed out of terror yeah. and ran the other way. Yeah, went and hid from him. Man. It's like a horror movie. Yeah, exactly. What so then he's all fucked up. He <laughs> Hell, finally finds. Holy a, shit. He, he, yeah, exactly. He finally yeah. finds a guy yeah. to help him. The guy is so scared shitless. He's like, "Wow, I don't want to deal with this." Yeah, like Not He's it. in shock. Runs, runs the other way and sure. hides. And that's the reality Wait, of things, yeah, man, if you're sure. not prepared for that. Yep. And maybe a little bit of a little something-something when you're younger would maybe prepare you for that. Or at least know enough to get your bearings together to call help. If yep. you're not going to do anything else, just call for help. That's Find fine. Find someone else. Yeah, right. you don't want to get involved. That's fine. That's perfectly fine. Not everyone wants to, and there's a lot of liability yep. and all that shit. Well, or you,
0: you can cause more damage if you know what you're doing. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. But anyways, I went on
0: and on. I had a busy week training. <laughs> Did some shit.
1: More people should train. I think it's super important. It's just open opening up my eyes big time, man. Sure. How's your last few weeks? It's been good.
0: Yeah, it's been I guess relatively quiet. But I took over um one day a week. I'm doing a fitness class or two fitness classes, I guess, to the gym in Teeswater. So been kinda it's been good. I've been kinda of helping um, lifting technique. They're working on it's a barbell club, it's called. So they're working on different barbell movements and I'm kinda filling in on that day now and taking and try to specifically the bench press, but squat bench dead. I'm really helping the people at the class to try and bring up the game a bit and, you know, rein things in. Nice. Yeah. So it's been, it's rewarding, man. It's fun. Like, what would you say the main thing is on the bench? Like the one biggest flaw? Uh, Well, last night, for example, nobody, uh, or not nobody, but the one woman's familiar with leg drive, but nobody else is using leg drive and they don't know what it is or uh, how to do it or what it's for. So um, last night I kind of spent maybe 20 minutes or whatever. I was working, uh, one, two, three or four ladies anyway, they're working on the bench press and got a band incorporated for some, you know, Latin, uh, activation and, um, then went further down the chain into leg drive to just try to get a familiarity with sort of how it was a full body movement as opposed to just to bend your elbows and press, yeah. <laughs> it's you know, crazy how important all that is. Though. Yeah. And, and people don't know about that, you know, especially if you're not, um, if you just get under the bar and, you know, move it up and down, then like we talked about last time, what are you doing? Yeah. Or what are you trying to do? Yeah. What are you trying to accomplish? So, and then uh, two of the ladies are competing, so they do uh powerlifting meets and stuff. So they're in competition prep, um, coming up in the next couple months. So it's getting a little tight for the one competition, but I'm just trying to, what can we change in the amount of time we have and hopefully your next competition goes a little better. So sweet, but it's super, yeah, it's fine, man. And I love resistance training, just cueing techniques and sort of like hand positions and watching different, you know, people's body move in the different planes. It's, I love it, man. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. Right? I, I just love
1: the improvement on some of those small cues yeah. that, yeah. how much change, just like you were saying, the, just the hand angle tonight when we are doing a little demonstration, yep. how one hand shift all of a sudden, that changes your the shoulders, thing. that changes your back support, yeah.
0: that changes your whole game, man. Yeah. yeah. The one, uh, well, then just uh, even in real time, um, watching, I was doing sort of a, instead of a chin up, we're doing a banded sort of pull down ish thing. I was trying to mimic a chin up, uh, sort of range of motion in that torso angle and everything. And uh, just the click, it's like, how does that feel kind of thing? Uh, I don't know. And then change this and this. It's like, holy fuck. Yeah. Okay, good. Now you feel it. That's what you're supposed to feel like. Yeah. Right. So I said, yeah, sometimes the exercise gets a hell of a lot harder. So what does that feel like? She's like, feels like hell. Like, here we go. So chin ups are hard and, there you go. Let's go. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> or I could also spot a weakness, right? For Where sure, they yeah.
1: were maybe using other muscles that are already yep. strong to compensate. Sure. Now all of a sudden they're doing it properly. Yeah. Igniting the proper muscles. Holy shit! Yeah. You
0: know? I love turning those lights on if I can, and that's like I feel like I have a, at least a decent eye for uh, you know movement in that sort of sense. So. And it's only going to help out your game too. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. if you
1: break down the fundamentals, yeah. same with me for fighting, when I teach beginner yep. uh, anything, any kind of striking, let's say, or, or jiu-jitsu, once I break down the beginner things and I, I, I point out little tips and little steps involved, I'm yep. like, oh yeah, I totally forgot yeah. about
0: that or yeah. whatever. You know. Well, we talked earlier about complacency and we go to the gym and we know, quote unquote, what we're doing You know, or what at least we're trying to do. But at the same time, that's also sort of a weakness because we don't pay as much attention sometimes, right? right. So, like
1: everything, man.
0: Absolutely. You, you get comfortable instead of being more like, okay, I need to think about this, this, and this. It becomes sort of second nature. And then your second nature eventually becomes complacency. And then you need to kind of restart. But bad news bears. Yeah. So, that's part of the fun for me as I'm going through these things, walking through the steps, and really thinking about, okay, and this, if this person's having difficulty understanding the way I'm explaining or demonstrating, then I'll do it a different way and a different way and a different way. And let's change this one little thing, two little things. And it just brings more awareness to me, like more ways to communicate what I'm trying to say to a more, we'll say larger range of peoples and body types and everything. So super cool for me. What kind of demographic are you, are you dealing with there? Uh, Women at 40 to, well, I think, I think the one's like 63. Oh yeah. Nice. So you got a wide range. Yeah. I mean, there's, I think you know, basically forty, I would say, is the younger side. There was a guy, um, not since I've taken over the Wednesdays, but I've seen a guy in the class a couple of times. But it's namely middle-aged women. Oh, yeah. and, uh, I bet it is, Muscle Bill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing wrong <with> being friendly. <laughs> but uh, no, it's fun, man. It's my yeah, an old teacher's in there and stuff. So it's neat to be able to kind of full circle a life and go back and be like, all right. You yelled at me a bunch. Now I'm going to yell at you yeah. a little bit. <laughs> but this, I'm, we're both, I guess you could argue she was trying to help me back in the day too. But I feel like this is more beneficial because this is physical health.
1: Yeah. now And, learn. We're, and
0: we're meat stick. So that's, that's right. what we're all about. That's right. Yeah.
1: Although we've touched on a lot of mental aspects, oddly enough. Like I've had a lot of people message like, yeah. I thought this was going to be hardcore, like yeah. bench press and drink protein shakes. Yep. And we're talking about a whole slew of other stuff, like emotional outlets and, sli- yeah. and sleeping and meditation. Going for
0: walks in the park and yeah. shit. Yeah. But don't, tell, the way it goes. don't tell
1: everyone. Don't tell our sensitive side.
0: Yeah. We're, I'm not tough. I've never told anybody <laughs> in my life I was. Me neither. I'm yeah. not tough. I just try to
1: be hard to kill. That's yeah. all. That's
0: right. Yeah. I need to work on that. I guess I'm doing okay in the not dying part, but yeah. I need to work on the hard to kill part too. <laughs> I only got half the equation. <laughs> yeah, definitely hard <laughs> yeah, to kill, man. Yeah. I gotta give you that. Yeah. Nobody can deny that fact. Uh, no well. But anyways, well, that's basically been my uh new we'll say addition to my week. You still at the nutrition store? Yeah, it's good. I had uh a little bit of training the other day. Um I like hey, it, man. People are you, friendly.
1: What are people coming in for? I always wonder with that with supplements. Like I know my routine and I've had it forever. Like sure. the supplement we talked about our last podcast, things that we stick to. Yep. By the way, creatine, my statement was validated yeah. last time. I just threw some bro science out there saying creatine is good for the brain. And David Moore just posted something on his, on his story today with some backed up data. That brain is now, a, what do you say, nootropic? Creatine is now considered a nootropic. nootropic. Yeah, what he said, yeah. So it helps the brain function. Yeah. So blah, blah, blah. Science, science, science. Yeah. We're right. <laughs> yeah, we're right. Meatheads. <laughs> Prevail eating yeah. <laughs> eating creatine good for you so yeah. keep eating your creatine get it in you what do people get at the supplement store
0: uh there's a variety there? a lot of people buy iron actually and again iron. largely it's a I would say a female demographic buying iron but it's a liquid iron supplement is a popular um yeah how would you know if, do you know anything about that how would you know if you have a deficiency I think most of the time it's blood work but also it's a. I think it's a mostly a female thing too, with um, iron deficiency, B12 deficiency, D12, that kind of. Or right. D, not D12. D3. D12 is a sick band. Yeah, purple pills. <laughs> sick. What up, D12? <laughs> no. Uh, so anyway, yeah, vitamin D uh, is a big one, especially in the last few months. You know, as the spring's been coming through, people have been buying a lot of that.
1: Oh, super important too.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And mood stuff, whatever. Yeah, exactly.
1: People with that uh, seasonal depression
0: or whatever, vitamin D can
1: be a cure to that.
0: Yep. So a lot of times for energy stuff or, say, stomach stuff with probiotics is popular too. Um, I don't know if it's a myth, but I had heard
1: that if you're iron deficient, you know, uh, on your nails when you get those like kind of white spots? Yep. I heard that's part of an iron deficiency. I don't know if that's all bullshit or what. I've heard something
0: about that as well but i don't remember what it was about fingernail thing and it might have some kind of vitamin i don't know but yeah i thought it was iron could be anyhow Anyways. no facts
1: in that statement <laughs>
0: <laughs> but if you have those little white
1: things on your nails you might be iron deficient Let us- <laughs> or you might be something <laughs> else tell deficient. us what
0: that's from if you now know what's going on you guys are dumbasses why are our fingernails actually Might not. Are- i don't have them so i think
1: i'm good with the iron Fuck that, then.
0: Enough problems. Yeah, move don't need
1: it. I got enough stuff. I got to take or but, stop taking, one or the <laughs> yeah. other. Yeah.
0: Anyway, those are the big ones I would say. Uh, and we sell a lot of spices. Oh yeah, yeah, it's cool. So uh, spices and uh, I got I got to elevate my spice game
1: because An- and- Andrew does all sorts of things with spices. I know you throw in all yeah. sorts of shit.
0: I'm I'm pretty plain Jane, but I could update my fuel with. Yep. some good tasty stuff. I want to look at more, I will say sauces or like uh maybe oil type things or you know balsamics or yep. things like that. I don't look at any of that shit but uh my well my seasoning I use like maybe five but whatever. The only like
1: uh stuff I add to my food is usually spicy stuff and that's only to uh up my body temperature and yeah, help a me sweat lose, on. Yeah, exactly. Help yeah. me lose fat either. It's <laughs> taking shots of Tabasco or throwing cayenne pepper but other than that, I don't really play with, with spices very much.
0: What did you eat last night?
1: Last night. Yeah. One of those meals that I just gave you. I found these sweet meals at the grocery oh, yeah. store.
0: Don't, they, don't advertise them too much. They'll kick the price. I won't tell you. Yeah, yeah. I won't
1: tell you what grocery store. Because <laughs> yeah. every time I mention something cool like that, I go there at the grocery store next time, all out. Because oh, all you, you meatheads beat me there. Yeah. Because I only show up at the grocery store, like, last call at 1030 at night. <laughs> Try to snake the 50% off shit. Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs>
1: including those meals. So if you don't leave them behind, they don't go on sale, guys. Leave me a couple. Yeah. So it was... Uh, Wrestle for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll meet everyone at the... Yeah. Oh, I won't tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> the unknown grocery the local, store. <laughs> uh, supplier. What I ate was meatballs in jasmine rice with some kind of sesame sauce on it. And I've nice. been eating a lot of these, and it's basically like a little serving of meat of some sort, whether mm-hmm. it's chicken or whatever they put in these meatballs with rice. And to me, I could eat a shitload of rice or yeah. noodles, I find. Oh, and yeah. it's fine. Yep. Like, I don't, the carbs don't affect me like they do some people. I think it's the activity level, how you're using your carbs, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. But I do really well with a basic, you know, fistful of carbs, fistful of protein. Mm-hmm. And then I get to all my other stuff- in the shake, I In usually the drink meals. with it. Yeah. Which I had, uh, oh, I can't even think of the name. Oh, roughage. I had oh, my yeah. green shake. I take it twice yeah. a day. Yep. I took it with my supper. That way I have a meal and I feel like I have all my
0: macros and all your my micros. Macros, yeah. yeah. Yeah, nice. So that's what I had. What'd you have? Uh, what did I have? I had class. Oh, yeah. Side note You realize how long potatoes take to cook? Yeah. Fucking forever, man. Big time, man. So yesterday I went to the gym. I got there maybe around 4 and I had to teach class at 5.30. So basically I had an hour. So whatever, I get in and out. But what I didn't equate for was eating between the gym and class. So I was like, fuck. Went straight to class, did two hours of class, get home at like 10 to 8. And another fail on my side, wasn't prepared because I ran out of carbs the day before. I was in London all day Tuesday uh, for my appointment. Whatever, excuse. So anyways, I didn't have any carbs. So... I had potatoes, I peeled them, I boiled them, I'm thinking to myself, I know baked potatoes take like an hour, I don't have that, so I put them in some water, boil the shit up, took like 35 minutes or something. Yeah, it still takes forever. Dude, I I literally washed that pot from start to finish to boil, cook those fuckers, put them with the fork and stuff. Mm -hmm. Anyway, (laughs) so I cooked these potatoes, and then I I had 200 grams of potato, 200 grams of lean ground beef. And uh, I put butter and salt on the potatoes, and fuck, they were good. Mm, That does sound good. I remember, because I took a picture and put it on my Instagram, because I knew I was going to forget. Is that the one I commented on? Mm, Probably, yeah. It looked like the the fundamentals were all there, just so tasty. There was no vegetables involved, but anyways, (laughs) there was the carb, there was the beef, I ate the shit out of that. It was like four hours later than I would have liked, but uh, anyways, got it in, and then I went for about a 35-ish minute walk with my dad, and... Do a little exercise at nighttime. It was a beautiful night. Fresh air, dark. It's beautiful. Yeah, love it, especially yep. getting outside, especially this time of year. And before bed, it was cool, oh, fresh. Yeah. Everything yeah. was nice, man. It was, it was a good night. So anyways. Get fresh
1: air in India before you get to sleep. That's right. You know what my little trick was for potatoes that I did for a bit? Microwave? No, yeah. because I stay away from microwaves. Yeah. I don't like potatoes them Potatoes turn all.
0: hard in the microwave. I that's tried
1: a, That's the one thing I don't like about meal prepping is the microwave use. Cause a lot of time, you don't have anything else. I don't like eating some of the shit cold, so I'll use a microwave. But I swear it either zaps the nutrients or puts some weird shit in there. Sure. I don't know. It's been engraved in my head as a kid. Just get a glass container. My mom hated microwaves. And she'd always talk shit about microwaves. So I was like, ah, yeah. Microwave, bad. Radiation. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Anyhow, what I do with the potatoes is I have the luxury to do this at my house. I go outside. Right. I make a little fire. Oh, yeah, yeah. Make a little fire. Stuff I need to burn anyways, like papers laying around, whatever. Throw in a bit of wood and then I just wrap up my sweet potatoes, throw them, them, throw them right in the fire, let the nice hot coals stay burning for a while, come check a couple hours later and I got sweet nice potatoes ready to rock. Bingo bango. Now I don't have to do shit. Nice. Now I just throw them in the fire pit.
0: Yep. Well, I can't really start a fire in my apartment. But <laughs> you might show up with the rest of the fire team, and yeah, that's
1: true. Chart. Gives me a re-
0: reason to yeah. visit. Yeah, yo, what up? Yeah, yo, just I'm cooking
1: just potatoes, cooking my taters
0: in, in this <laughs> in this apartment fire. Yeah, I open my window; it's cool. More oxygen makes the fire grow. Yeah, it's a controlled burn. That's right, <laughs> of my living room. Anyway, uh, yeah. I forget now what we're going to talk about. Oh, yeah. So, speaking about dinners, here we go. Do you have a dinner in your past or current life that you've made, we'll say for a lady friend or yourself, uh, to try and impress them? So, you can impress yourself, too. You know, be like, damn, I'm pretty good at this. (laughs) But, uh yeah. Do you have something that you've made that we could maybe Ooh. share with the people? We'll say the bachelor life type of people maybe, yeah. or even, you know, I'm home alone, kids are gone or something for the weekend. I'm going to surprise the wife with a sweet little something. What do we got cooking in the Joel Paquette kitchen? I'd, I'd probably half-ass the dinner sure. and focus on the dessert. So what kind of half-assed dinner, though? You're going to buy this stuff at the mystery store and uh, heat them up in the pan? No,
1: it'll be something. uh, Hopefully, she's not vegetarian Yeah. whatever, but it'll be something with some bacon and some other meats. Uh, The one thing I like to do, I've only done this a couple times, is uh, it's these meat things stuffed with cheese wrapped with bacon. I don't even know what you call it. In the end, it's delicious. You got bacon, cheese. Meat, Meat can't go wrong, so that's the dinner part. Sure, if I was too impressed. That's how I do it. And then the dessert would be something like my egg sandwiches. Oh, yeah, those are bomb! Man, yeah, you make can't go two, wrong with that. two nice crispy waffles in the middle of that. I like to use some Hagen Dawes ice cream. Yeah, and if you want to get real fancy, put some Nutella on one of them or uh-huh. some, some nice chocolate. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, some maple syrup. Yeah, that's the shit, man. It's so good. So good. Oh, I'm thinking about yeah. it right now. i water and
0: Remember those hash brown sandwiches we used to make? <laughs> yeah, Fuck. Dude, they're delicious. Yeah. I've recreated that. I haven't done the sandwich. I've done the, the single layer bottom part since then. And man. Tasty stuff, eh? Yeah. But definitely
1: hit them big with the dessert. And that's a real simple one. The, yeah. The waffle sandwich. It just it hits you in all the right spots, man. Yeah, you I got imagine. that nice warm waffle, and then you got the nice cold yeah, the ice vanilla. cream in there. Yeah, and then the sweetness of whatever you add to it.
0: Pro, yeah, Nutella is dangerous because they don't, They need to make like a one serving size of Nutella, <laughs> because if I have a whole jar in my apartment, it's gone. You yeah, know, so yeah, it's a struggle. I really need to get. Maybe they make them now. I should check on Amazon mini Nutella, or just get some willpower, muscle, Bill. No, I don't like to, as we talked about last time with the decision-making thing, if I want to do a date night for someone, I don't want to have to think about the rest of the week now because I wanted to do something nice for somebody. Now I have to not eat something all week. Yeah. Fuck that. You just created stress. Yep. I just ruined my week. I'm going to either throw it in the garbage or I'll bring it to, I don't know, your place, something (laughs) like get the fuck out of here. I got my one serving. And I don't want willpower because I want to put that energy somewhere else. Yeah, smart man. Yeah. Smart man. What would you do to impress? What would you make? It's been a while. I was trying to think about this earlier a little bit. And I used to make uh, like uh, sliced sweet potato. I'd slice them like uh, almost like chips. Oh, yeah. And then... um, Nice and thin. Yeah, thin slice. I need a sharper knife. My knife sucks right now. So I need a better kitchen knife. But anyways... Thin slice those and then pick like your big frying pan, heat it up, uh, coconut oil, lay them flat in there and they don't take very long to cook because it's so thin. Uh, Pretty high heat, fry them up a bit and put the cover on and then they fry in the coconut oil and they turn into this like really nice uh, sweet potato-y coconut thing, a little salt on top. Really good. Mm, Uh, So I'd probably do that with like, I don't know, chicken breast or ground beef, maybe Maybe meatballs. meatball. If I'm going to do something classy, I might take the time to roll some meatballs because they only take a little bit longer, you know <laughs> what I mean? But uh, i would probably do that. And uh, I'm going to do the Rice Krispie square treat, but uh,
1: these yeah. gas
0: station ones, you can buy like the mini pack. You can get it at the grocery store too, I guess. They make them uh, like the box of Rice Krispie treats. They make them with chocolate on the bottom. Okay. But the ones in the grocery store have chocolate chips in them. They're not the same. Okay. So anyways... Uh, Rice Krispie treat, get a chocolate bar, preferably a little fancier one, put it in a bowl, melt it down, and put in… Uh, melt down what? Just the chocolate? Just the chocolate okay. on its own. And when the chocolate's almost melted, mix in a little bit of coconut oil. So they like a tablespoon, a little bit more than you think you might need. And uh, stir that in, melt that down. Take the Rice Krispie Treats, cut it into things so it doesn't quite look like it's packaged. You know, I made these myself <laughs> yesterday because I did it from scratch and it's I can. not from the Seven Eleven where I right. bought these cheap domes. <laughs> 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 yeah, three packs are nothing. But uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> cut them up, drills with the chocolate on top or coat it either way, you know, like a little frosting or something. And uh, you top that shit with a little M&M or like... Get some uh, Reese's peanut butter cups and chop them into little pieces, put on top. Put it in the freezer while you're making the sweet potato things. Take them out to thaw a little bit before you eat them. Bingo, bingo. Nice. That sounds delicious. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What about a, a twist to this? You're not being impressive and just you want to get your gains. Yeah. This is your, okay, that was the bachelor. You're impressing right. her. Trying to impress What somebody. would you eat just on a normal, a normal meal at night? Let's say you just had a yeah. hard workout. Yep. What would you make your staple thing?
0: Well, pretty much what I had yesterday. I would do either rice or potato. Uh i use jasmine rice all the time. I have the big Costco 15 whatever fucking pound bag. And uh is there what, much difference between the rices? Oh, as, uh, yeah. as taste. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Big time? Yeah. But they smell different. Like basmati is a little I bit more basmati. dense. It's a little more like hard, you yeah. know? Uh jasmine I find smells a little bit uh, they both smell quite a bit, I guess. Anyways, this is a different texture, different smell, different taste. As far as nutrient wise, uh, I don't care. I don't yeah. know. I think they're pretty similar, just white rice. That's what I thought. Too, simple, right? simple carb and easily digested. Yeah. And white rice, it's really not that much cheaper than, especially when I buy it at Costco. So mm-hmm. white rice now is dead to me if I can help it. I'm like, you have no use.
1: Yeah. Fancy it up. <laughs> yeah. So what was your meal again, sorry?
0: So pretty much just, yeah, rice or potato and uh, a protein, man. I don't know. It's my chicken breast. Uh, I got some salmon actually a couple of weeks ago. I was eating some of that uh, so I had to get some more but um, yeah, probably somewhere between five and eight ounces of meat depending on what meal it is. Somewhere about the same of carbs, five and eight ounces of carbs and uh vegetables if you want some baby carrots is something i eat a lot of baby carrots um gonna get into a little bit more um zucchini Mm. just it's another easily digestible vegetable so uh that's basically it what about you beef and eggs probably that's what pops in my head right away that's a combo
1: that i've i cook up a lot throw it together sure throw a little ketchup on there and i feel like um I feel like my body just responds to it well. It dig- doesn't matter how much I eat. It just feels like it fills me up in a good way. You talking you know, ground beef or steak? Ground beef. Yep. It just uh, I find like it, di- it digests as well, and I don't feel sluggish or anything after. I just feel full right. and and energized. But I have to have a vegetable with it, which is weird enough. It's almost like it's just an an overload of... No micros sure. when you're doing that. The eggs are a great ratio of proteins. And,
0: well, mind and, you, eggs have a lot of micros too, though. They're just yeah, not vegetables. Th- th- yeah, but there's
1: only going to be maybe, let's say I have a big plateful, two fistful of ground beef. There might only be sure. two, three eggs in there. Sure. It, I don't overload the eggs. Yep. But that's a staple for me, eggs huh. and, uh, and beef. And no carbs. No, no. Okay. No, just unless I need them, right? Mm-hmm. I eat so much carbs usually that- yeah. By nighttime or whatever, I don't necessarily need them at that point. Sure. But sometimes I'll throw them. I like those uh, the egg white pastas.
0: Oh, yeah. Or the no-yolk? Yeah, no-yolk. That's Fuck what it's yeah. called. Those, props to no-yolk <laughs> noodles, man. They are so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if yeah. I do
1: throw a carb in my my staple meal, it'll be those no-yolk yep. pasta things.
0: Now, you know what's interesting is I figured that they would have, like, they would be egg noodles, uh, like egg white. Yeah. They're made with wheat, dude. Oh, you just ruined it for me. I know. I just found that <laughs> out the other day. I read the label and I was like, oh, I'm expecting, because rice noodles, they're like rice, water, that's it. Yeah. There's no ingredients. These ones, first ingredient, and I, I believe, I'm not fucking this up, but I'm pretty sure it said wheat. Really? And then like egg was like a couple down. Yeah, and I thought, how are you calling your, it's no yolks. So okay, maybe they're low fat or fat free because there's no cholesterol is probably the angle they're hitting that with that. Shifted my paradigm a little bit. Yeah,
1: I thought I looked into this, and it was nope. uh, quite a bit better than regular pasta. They
0: probably maybe they are, but mm. still, first ingredient's wheat, and I was bummed. Wild. I still seem to digest them well, though, so I'm not sure how that works. Yeah, but there must I be same
1: good. same here. Yeah, I'll touch on it probably in another episode, but this all relates to blood type dieting. That's a that's the thing I follow a lot, and I'm a no negative, which is the hunter diet. Yeah, and I it, according to that, Side which note, I only use as a fire. Oh yeah, cheers on the Jameson. Yes, Drink some Jameson right now. I got a good story about Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get into it right now. By yeah, right. the way, I follow blood type dieting. I'll explain that to everyone later. Stay I'm, tuned. I'm the hunter-gatherer type uh, bloodline, the old blood, and we deal well with a lot of meats, especially beef. Yeah. That's why I stick to it, because over time, that's what it's felt like is best anyways. Sure. But Jameson, uh, props to... Ryan O'Reilly, he's a famous NHL player. This guy got me so sick off Jameson's whiskey sure. in Grand Ben. Grand Ben's like the Miami of Ontario. This guy wins a gold medal, like huge ordeal. What does he do? Scoots back to his hometown, jumps behind the bar at Gables. Nice. Has his trophy with him, whatever, and just starts doing like a celebrity bartending. Nice. I get to the bar, and I don't know him that well. I just see him at the gym. One of the hardest training athletes I've ever seen. This guy goes hard, man. Uh, O'Reilly, we call him Snook. He deserves everything he has and all the successes he's has, making filthy money, but he trains like a maniac, man.
0: Mm -hmm. It's good to see him take seriously. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Get in, go balls deep. And the Jameson aspect gets into this because I walk up to the bar, he's like, hey, Paquette, pulls out a Jameson bottle from behind the bar and just starts lining up shooters. Nice. How many, uh, anyways, we lined up a shitload of shooters, by the time we go to do them, half the crowd's gone because you know how Gables is oh, crazy, yeah. pack shoulder shoulder. So me and him start pounding Jameson's like crazy. Every time we go to the bar, he's pouring me shots of Jameson. I got so sick, man. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't usually get sick from drinking, but that night I can't keep up with the way that guy drinks, man. He's man, a, yeah, he's an animal inside outside the gym. I never thought I'd drink Jameson again, but it's coming pretty smooth tonight. So it is,
0: yeah. Props to you, man. I'm I've back got on the horse. <laughs> too many stories with Jameson. It's part of the reason I quit drinking for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. you're a big Jameson drinker? Oh, it used to be, yeah. It was it my go to. My I took a year off completely drinking. I didn't have not an ounce of sip or nothing. I didn't smell the shit. And uh not because I felt sick, but because I just said I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do it because everybody says, Oh, you, you can't do that. I'm like yeah, I can. Why? Well, it's not that hard to quit drinking, man. Yep. So I fucking did it. But uh, so at the time, my old band guys, so Nick and Andy and Kyle, we show up at my parents' place for a New Year's bash. And I'm like, I'm not drinking this year, boys. I'm going to take this year off or whatever. And I think they might have known that ahead of time or whatever, but they walk in with a 40 of Jameson's. I'm like, <laughs> come on. You got to line one up for old times. You know, we played in a band for a bunch of years. We've been best friends forever, right? So I'm like, fuck. All right i'll have one and then it was just down it's just this fucking slide so one two five i don't even know how many i had <laughs> go to the dance thing one, i got two, reckless holy fuck man <laughs> i wish there was a floor i got loud you and rowdy the floor no i got fucking pushy and yelling and oh, oh yeah oh, i got revved ragey right up muscle bill i don't think i was angry it's just uh my boundaries were not set so <laughs> i uh Anyways, I don't remember a lot of that night, but I do remember walking home down the one hill and I just screaming at the top of my lungs and I don't know what it was, but I wish I remembered what I was yelling because everybody would have heard me dead silent. You know, it was like one in the morning or something. But uh, anyways,
1: I'm Muscle Bill. Yeah. Hear me roar. <laughs> roar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, I don't even remember my hangover that day. I'm assuming it was pretty rough, but uh, I didn't have anything for a full 12 months and uh I feel like I might have had a drink on the next new years but I ever since then I haven't drank Didn't like drink, okay. more than my rule is I don't drink more than uh then allows me to drive so essentially like one drink and I'm all right, right. right I hate so, not being able to drive dude I, I got do, sick of it I
1: don't do the drinking and driving thing anymore
0: no nope. I never did and I never wanted to and I just I got tired of sleeping on I slept on a concrete floor in Niagara Falls one night no pillow no blanket no nothing and it was in the basement of this, my buddy's house at the time. And I woke up and I was just fucked. Like, my body, anyway, very angry. And I just was like, never again. This is never fucking happening. That's a ever. Point. Yep.
1: Fucked up your workout.
0: Yeah. And I got messed up at a wedding once. And I don't remember even going to the wedding. And fuck, man. It was.
1: Oh, uh, drinking's the devil, man. Yep. My so, gr- my girlfriend experienced her first hangover. What? Yeah, she just uh, she <laughs> wow. had her birthday and we.
0: She's a trooper, man. We, just we, first one.
1: Yeah, first hangover ever. We threw a party in London, a hotel party, then hit the bars, had a blast, took a rickshaw home, ended up taking the rickshaw and I ran her myself for a while. <laughs> rickshaw guys yelling at us. Get back here, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't worry, bud. Yeah. I'm coming back. Just getting a quick little <clears throat> run on, and the next day she felt it. So it's nice that she doesn't drink very much, but it's nice that she knows what a hangover feels like. Yeah. This is and why you want to slow down. Yeah, she's about ten feet from the bathroom. Like if you're gonna be sick, go to the bathroom. She's crawling. Like if you're <laughs> gonna be sick,
0: I'm like oh no. Yeah,
1: she- sorry, Natalie, sorry to out you out on the uh, podcast. But it's all good. Yeah, it's all we all go through
0: it. Yep. We all go through it. Anyway. Jameson, it's good stuff, but in moderation that's right moral story is don't get shit faced to be an asshole yeah and so i stopped doing that yeah we
1: always have our man drink but i don't push alcohol at all because i'm not i'm not a big drinker neither are you no when we had andrew i think he took a little tiny sip yeah i just like
0: to have a little sip get a little flavor in the mouth and a little fire down the throat. way you go so
1: it just feels right i don't know it must be something in in the in the gene line somewhere that we used to cheers and rah rah yeah.
0: rah rah rah. rah, rah, yeah, rah. Let's go know? get the food yeah. and celebrate, right? Yeah, let smash food, get crazy, yeah. go pillage. We'll, we'll go kill some villages, shit, yeah. Eat it
1: and drink and yeah, so fucking just seems have a right. good old time. Except this time, we'll just talk to some
0: microphones. Today about. we're just sitting in chairs so. yeah. <laughs> and not <laughs> yeah. drink like fish. Side note: So as we're keeping on going here, I uh, coincidentally came across the reason behind flashback to another episode: clit dick. Oh. So The infamous
1: clit episode. I've had a few yeah. uh, people message me about that going, yeah. I had no idea clit existed. Well, I said, it is a real thing. And you you know what's up with that now? You
0: knew it existed. You talked about that. No,
1: I knew it existed. Oh, yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. know why it why? existed. I yeah, just so, figured it was chicks that got all juiced up. Right. Yeah, too, <laughs> ma- yeah, too many hormones away you go. <laughs> right, and then it all but, of a sudden developed.
0: Yeah, we have a large man Super in the pants. Clit. And, <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so apparently... <laughs> um, you can be more prone to these sorts of effects from certain supplements, uh, depending on your body type, and I was going to look at this before we came today, but I believe it's the ectomorph, whatever, the athletic body type. Um, so Mes- okay. There's mesomorph, ectomorph, endomorph, one of the, I think maybe mesomorph. I right? think it's mesomorph. Anyways, wrong if this was Jeopardy!, I would not yeah. not call a friend. I would call my buddy <laughs> Regis Philbin and ask him, which episode... Uh, anyway. Yeah, what body type yeah. are you? Because we're not talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other one. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Women or, yeah, I guess women, because men don't have that problem. Good job. Uh, who have the, <laughs> the athletic. Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, everybody would be taking shit. Yo, my clint dick's yeah. raging. Yo, check this out. It got way bigger. <laughs> Sick. I'll sell it to you. Jameson's in moderation, folks. That's right. Okay. Anyways. So tell me about this. It has to do with the androgen receptor. And how they're dispersed in tissues. So you've got obviously different tissue types in your body. And as I mentioned in another previous episode about some females have a really strong disposition for large trap muscles. Okay. Uh, but this is also true in males. And some guy, if you see a guy with these fucking giant ass traps, they've got typically more androgen receptors in that area in their body. And so to further that down the line, if you have offset levels of hormones Androgen receptors in the clitoris area are also stimulated, which then promotes growth of that tissue with the androgen uh, androgenic effects. So, anyways, if you have that body type and you're messing with your hormones a bit, you maybe expect a little bit of changes. And if you have not so much that body type, then uh, you're probably good to go. So,
1: hmm. so don't worry, ladies. If you got yeah. offended and we are talking about clit dick, we're not knocking on anybody. No. We're just saying it's out there. Hey, and man. now muscle build just proved that you you might just be uh, yeah. prone to it right? yeah. from the get-go.
0: Yeah, well, like I said, I think it's similar to, uh, we'll say like male pattern baldness, right? It's got to do with DHT and oh, okay. uh, yeah, tissue yeah. in your hair and shit. So yeah. if you have that sort of disposition in your hair follicles, then it falls down. Whereas some guys, it doesn't matter. So right. anyways, similar thing, side note. Good to know. I learned about that. So no,
1: if you want to know more about, yeah. about that, check out the last episode. Check out the the clit dick episode. <laughs> yeah, to find out that we're not discriminating, it's all good.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, Thanks, uh, man. I
1: needed uh, I needed to know a bit more about that because I was still confused even after our podcast. Yeah,
0: I'm with, so back. We'll go back to the other podcast when we talked about uh, swinging rocks off your dick or whatever those weird videos. Yeah. So we're yeah, talking yeah. about stretching today. <laughs> That's a a good (laughs) lead-in. How do you apply stretching, uh, you know, to your routine or your workout or separately? For yourself, what sort of situation uh, or how do you situate your stretching in your routine? Yeah, and if you do it or don't do it. Form a question. Good job.
1: The girlfriend always makes fun of me because I stretch so much. She's like, you're old.
0: Yeah, meanwhile, your
1: shoulders don't have any mobility at all. I am fucked, you know what I mean? I've been battered and bruised. You know, I've played rough over the years, so stretching is a huge... Huge part of what I do now. Yeah. Almost to the point where it takes as much time as my workout. Yep. Now, don't get me wrong, when you when I'm saying stretching, a lot of people are probably picturing me standing there with my leg on a chair and trying to touch my toes. Yep. It's a whole different rule to stretching now. Whereas and you'll be able to explain it better, but I'll just say what I do. Yeah, for sure. Prior to a workout, I'll warm my body up, something full body, let's say skipping. Right, I'm using my arms, shoulders, yeah. legs.
0: And fight training. That's, that's a popular yeah, we'll right. style of yeah. training for
1: sure. stay on light on the feet, whatever. Yep. And then I do what I call dynamic stretching, or is what's known as dynamic stretching, where I'll stretch body parts, but at the same time I'm initiating muscle fiber recruitment, mm-hmm. stabilization in the joint, et cetera, et cetera, to the point where I'm, I'm more stable. I'm getting a stretch on. And I'm also working the muscles. Sure. And through that process, I find that I'm uh, I'm attacking all the accessory muscles that are involved, all the stabilization muscles. Sure. So before I go into a lift, that's already all fired up. Mm-hmm. Everything's already muscle to like we were talking about that. Yeah, you yeah, have the mind muscle connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah muscle for to sure. mind connection. And I go through a f- almost like a yoga flow, but. uh Not so much more targeted for whatever I'm lifting. Right. Right,
0: Yeah. It's more uh, exercise specific to whatever you're about to train. Yeah. So whatever
1: I train at the beginning of my workout, after the skipping, I'll get into some kind of flow. Let's say it's my hips or whatever. I'll start opening up my hips. Mm -hmm. Then I'll go do the hip hinge movement that I'm doing. Yeah. And then let's say after that, I'm following with a push or pull while I'm on break from my hip hinging movement. I'll be doing that stretching, dynamic stretching or movement of those joints right. on my off time to prep them for the next lift that I'm doing that workout. Sure. So stretching is not, all, for me, it's the, a beginning. It's the start of the workout. It's the during the workout. Yep. And it's after the workout. Because once I'm all done and I'm feeling all banged up, yep. like I've, I've really, the lactic acid's really built up, you know, my range of motion decreases Right. because I've just worked all the muscles so hard and contracted them. I'll go through a whole nother body flow just to stretch everything out and cool it down. Sure. How about you? What's your take on stretch? a lot of people ask me that. A, that was a good question by Tom too before he left. Yeah. It was like, do you stretch? And it, and it's so important now. I can't imagine not stretching. Right. Like I can't just imagine walking to the gym cold, yep. grabbing something oh, and yeah. going ham.
0: Yeah. I don't, you see so many people doing it too and it blows my mind. Like I, I'm not going to pretend that I'm a pro stretcher. Uh, however... Just to walk in, especially in the wintertime. So many people walk in from outside in their fucking boots and stuff, yeah. go to the gym, and they just jump right into doing stuff. Yeah. And regardless of your age, uh, to me, that just seems like such a bad idea. You can get away with it for
1: a long time, though. Absolutely, like, yeah. You will get away with it. And people are will take yeah, you, yeah. People say, oh, I don't stretch. I don't need that shit. Yeah, maybe not today. Yeah. But I'm telling you, as one of those guys that used to say that shit, I did, yeah. It will sure. catch up to you. A hundred
0: percent is going to. Oh well, and that's I'm no different. My left shoulder's been bothering me now for quite a while and it's partially attributed to, you know, my last year of just kinda getting through stuff. But at the same time I, I've been working on making my shoulders worse and worse for a decade. You know, so I, I haven't stretched for most of that time and now I'm starting to. Um but Similar to you, I don't do so much the dynamic stuff uh, and movement-based things. Like You you definitely do a more... um, I move around like an animal. You do. You you roll around on the floor and fucking somersaults and and weird shit. Yeah, I move like I see the
1: monkeys move.
0: Yeah, in my body, I can't do that. I should... I would like to. Not I should. I would like to try and look at that stuff more and more now, especially that I'm getting healthy again. Mm -hmm. But uh, currently, um, essentially, I'll do... A stretch, so if I'm doing, like you say, hip hinge movement, I'll stretch out my my quads, and especially my hamstrings are chronically tight, and I wonder if it's got to do with the angle of my hips, but anyways. Me too, man. A lot of yeah. people, hamstring yeah. tightness, lower back pains, all yep. that can be attributed to that. Yeah, and I get that anterior pelvic tilt, and I'm, I'm yeah. actually, I went to an osteopath, actually, and she uh, set my hips, and it made a huge difference in my lower body workout. So, like, my glutes have not fired up and been... I haven't been that sore in years and years and years. And I didn't go heavy at all. Just because your alignment was better. Yeah, I could activate the muscles better. So I, I've i only been once and I'm going to go back again. But I am already a big buy into osteopaths, man. So I'm definitely going to look at going to that more deeply. But uh, stretching, I'll stretch my hamstrings for sure. Uh, I get into that couch stretch a lot of the times if I'm doing lower, lower body stuff. Um, my big thing is opposing muscles. So if you're doing a lower body movement, um, as Andrew talked about, almost everybody sits down most of the day, right? So if your hip flexor sort of muscle group is in that flexed and shortened position all day, and you're trying to fire your glutes, which are for all intents and purposes, the opposing muscle group, you can't effectively fire your glute when your um, hip flexors are flexed. So it's like trying to flex your tricep when your arms flexed in a bicep, pose right not working and not straightening your arm right so what you want to do is get your arm back to a neutral position so in this case your hip so to stretch your hamstring or your hamstring fuck your hip flexor kind of area so you do the couch stretch or so as whatever that whole complex of stuff if you relax your hip flexor and then activate your glute in particularly your glute mead um you'll create more space in your hips so you can get into a deeper range of motion for your squats and stuff, leg press, the whole thing. But then also you'll have stability in your hip joint from activating your, your glutes. And so uh, actually also at the class, uh, I think it was last week, um, exact same thing. People um, just bring an awareness to um, activating your glutes. So if you're, uh, as we talked about last time, if you're having trouble feeling a muscle doing an exercise, you can do an activation drill to try and incorporate that muscle more so you could fire it up. Uh, if you try to use your lat, do a one-arm pull-down and just hold it until your lat starts shaking. Now you know where your lat is because it's, it's tired, right? Yep. So similarly, if you're going to do a deadlift and you try to use your glutes, you have a lot better luck loading your glutes if you're actually able to fire them. So you come coming off the street, stretching out the front of your hip, activate the back, and then you can load that muscle because your brain knows where it is. So that's kind of how I incorporate my stretching is I try to think about what am I working on today, if it's a hip hinge or a shoulder kind of hinging movement per se. And uh, absolutely, I try to relax the tightened or shortened portion of the joint and then activate the opposing one so I can try and get that strength in more end range motion. So I don't do a lot of it. I try to do Maybe two or three different stretches per se, or different activation exercises in a sequence. Um, And as I said earlier about kind of deep breaths, I'll do it for between three and five or six deep breaths in and out. Try to increase the intensity of the stretch on your exhale, and then take your breath. And then as you exhale again, try to push in a little further, um, and then just activate and kind of go through. So it takes definitely less than ten minutes, maybe more like five, depending if I'm being lazy or whatever. But um, I do that at the start of my workout and just based off of right now I'm doing upper and lower body split. Right. So if I'm doing a lower body I do the hip joint, upper body, I do the shoulder. And, uh, that's basically it. You know, it's,
1: it's, and it's a much safer way of stretching too when you're activating those muscles because sure. right? it's supporting the joint as you're going through the motion.
0: Yeah. And you're, that's right. So you're promoting joint stability, um, but also activating muscles you want to train, you know, so you want to get strength. In the position that you're going to train in Otherwise you're going to hurt yourself
1: Yeah and it's so pe- people laugh when I say that My stretching routine mm-hmm. lasts as long as my workout now Sure But uh, there's so much benefit to it I mean it's not just stretching people think Just stretching like I said you're just touching your toes Or some bullshit like yeah. that No you know we're activating the muscles Sure We're getting the joints stabilized We're getting that muscle to mind connection It's, it's work The, the yeah. warm up is actually quite a bit of work
0: Well, and the the other thing that people don't really think about is when you are able to effectively fire the muscles you're trying to train, it's kind of twofold. One, when you start to train, you'll feel your muscles working more. As I talked about the osteopath and my glutes, like they haven't fired up like that in years. So it takes less training stimulus to get more of a result. So it's like efficiency. You're wasting your time. If you're trying to train a cold glute per se, you do go and do 10 sets and maybe the last two sets, your glutes are actually warmed up and firing. But meanwhile, if you would have done some stretching, activation, mobility, stability, whatever beforehand, you could do your three sets and you acquire less cortisol. You acquire less fatigue, like not, you- not so much CNS fatigue, but you, you, you're less tired because you're doing less work, but you're actually doing more work. Like definition of work is whatever, whatever physics, yep. but you are doing more work in less time. And then you get in and out of the gym faster as we talked about before. Your efficiency, you don't want to be there for three hours. You want to do your squats, your this, your that. Go the fuck home. Yeah. You want to recover. Plus the safety factor on top of that. Yes. Not
1: only is it more efficient, yep. but you're gonna be safer during those working sets.
0: And you're less prone to injury outside the gym. If your body's tight, it's like you're walking on ice. You're you're, you're tensed up and your joints don't wanna open up. Yeah. So if you stretch and then become stronger in the new end ranges of motion. Your body will allow you to move what it's supposed to move. You're less prone to pulling your shoulder. You know, People will reach into their back seat in their car, try to grab their bag or their purse, whatever the fuck, your bag of chips, and, oh, pop, there goes my shoulder. It's fucked now, or my spine pops. Something goes funny. Well, guess what? You just tried to stretch in your car for a short amount of time in a cold muscle into a range of motion you don't have, and now you hurt yourself, and you can't even eat your chips anyway. (laughs) So <laughs> Shouldn't be eating those chips anyhow. Hey man, they make sweet potato chips. They're just sweet potato chips and uh, sea salt. I love chips, man. Yeah, I don't know, get me wrong. It's a dangerous
1: slope, but I have had those sweet potato chips, and they are delicious. Yeah,
0: I feel like they need a little bit more salt, but I could everything could it. use
1: a bit more salt. That's I'm true. on the salt team, just yeah. like butter.
0: Yeah, like, mm, I'll just do a little
1: bit more butter on that shit. So stretching, yes. Yep. Do we do it? Yes. Yeah, I don't Every do it day. enough.
0: Don't get me wrong. So as, as I said last night to the class too. I would love to say I stretch every day. I do not. I would like to. I am going to work harder and put more effort into making sure I stretch more often. I don't. (laughs) Like, I try to foam roll every day. I probably really do it three days a week. Uh, Like, I don't want to say foam roll, like roll around on the floor, but my version of foam roll. Same with stretching. I try to – I am working towards getting a bedtime routine where I'm stretching – like the as the hamstrings and stuff. And at nighttime, I'm not worried about stability because I'm not walking or jumping anywhere. I'm going to bed. So it's just the relaxation. If you you stretch the tense muscle, your body relaxes. You get into a better deep sleep faster. So that's kind of my next step of um, focus for me, I think, in my training protocol is recovery and stretching before bed, ideally every day or five to six days a week anyways. It's kind of my next big goal to uh, just make that habit, and then make sure that it sticks. Uh, so, as I talked about with my walks, I can be very selfish about doing that, but I don't give a fuck. So, if I'm going to stretch before bed, I'm going to stretch before bed, no matter what. That's you know, just all there is. You're here, it. there, whatever. I'm just going to take the 20 minutes and do it. So, yeah, definitely worth it. Like just it, just it or don't like it. it. Yep. Yep. It's so that's that's that kind of my focus.
1: It's funny that we haven't talked. Uh, I know we talked about yoga and stuff, but uh, yeah, just how much we implement the stretching into our workouts and why. Uh, real good to real good to touch on that because yep. of all those other things. I mean, it gets you ready. You get into that range of motion in a safe manner where the muscles are firing off. You know, you're not you're not overstretching a muscle group like you're talking before. Uh, yeah. A standard static stretch could be terrible for you. Sure,
0: right. Well, if it's right before exercise or a loaded
1: movement, yeah. And wh- and why is that? You could explain that again. That was that was off the mics. I think when we were talking about that.
0: Oh yeah. So you're creating um, more end range of motion in a joint right before you're about to load it with heavy exercise. So, uh, so per, say for the bottom of your squat, if you, you know, stretch the shit out of your hip flexor muscles, don't activate your glutes and work on any stability, you load up the bar and start squatting heavy. Well, if you test your squat depth before and after stretching, I would hope that it's probably deeper after you stretch because your body is allowing you to go into a deeper range of flexion at the knee and the hip. Um, but if you're not stable in the bottom end, like yeah, you just put yourself in a danger you're, zone, you're standing on fucking, uh, what are they called stilts? Yeah. Right. You're not stable on that shit. Yeah. If you can't stand up on one leg and this isn't my phrase, so the prescript guys actually say this all the time, but if you can't stand on one leg, you shouldn't be squatting on two. And like, it's, it's pretty prevalent. Any, almost anybody you see anywhere. Oh, you, you're squatting bro. Cool. How's that going? Yeah. Pretty good. All right. Just stand on one foot for about 30 seconds. They make it five seconds, six seconds. Oh, what do you got on the bar? Oh, two hundred pounds. It seems a little sketchy, man. Yeah, that's crazy, eh? right? But it, it's just the way it is. Yeah, it, no, I I, I guarantee fully you. Agree, ask, man, you know, stop at the grocery store, down at the mine, wherever you are. Hey, can you stand on one foot for thirty seconds? Mm, yeah, probably. Well, alright, let's see. No, all right. Well, do you go to the gym. Yeah, do you squat. Oh yeah, sweet. What do you squat? Well, you're squatting dangerously. I don't give a fuck what the weight is. It's not smart. Yeah. So practice that shit. Yeah, super important. It's something I said to a lot of people, uh, just putting your socks on in the morning instead of sitting down, stand on one foot. That's another good example. You're in a weird angle with your torso all bent over and trying to put your sock on your foot. Well, can you stand on one foot with your body changing center of gravity so much, you're changing all of the angles? And uh, I guarantee you'll feel your ass fire up by the time you get your sock on.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, for sure, right? So, all those little stabilizers will start going.
0: You can do that at the start of the day just to activate your glutes before you start moving, even just walking, right? Because if your day's um, largely sitting, your glutes aren't active all day. You're sitting down, your lower back's fired up because most people are leaning forward or whatever. So if you can create a routine where, okay, every morning I put my socks on, I stand on one foot. No matter what, you've got that 30 seconds of glute activation every morning because unless it's summertime and I'm off, I'm putting socks on which I hate, but <laughs> <laughs> I hear you know that. what I mean? Yeah. So it's is there, just small habits like that and being aware this is beneficial and this is why, and then it can help me in my day. I don't have much of that stuff on
1: my Instagram or any of my social media or yeah. any of the videos or, well, we got some warm up videos out there on my blue star videos, but sure. what's a good resource for people to look that up? Is there anything that you go to, to look yeah. into this stability and stretching?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. The RX radio. So I, first of all, listen to their podcast. Um, Support those guys 100%. Uh, But they have uh, a prescript.com, but even on YouTube, if you search pre-descript in YouTube, they've got so much shit on joint stability. And these guys are, they're educated chiropractors and practitioners of athletes and they do this shit. And they're, you know, they may be above your uh, level of understanding in some of the language, but the videos are very easy to follow. They have excellent information all broken down step-by-step how to do things. So, you know, not to say that that's the uh, you know save all end all, but if you're looking for somebody who's smart who you can trust on, oh shit, I wonder if I can improve this. I would look at those guys first. Yeah, it's a good start. Uh, another guys, Mind Pump is another one. They have YouTube videos, like probably a thousand of them. I don't know, but um, they're a good resource too if you're looking for something. Oh, what's a new exercise or stretch or whatever? Yep. maybe they got it on there. You can try it out. And those guys are. I would say they're pretty well-educated too. I don't know what their formal education is, but they have a lot of experience in the field, in the gym with themselves and clients. So um, those are two really good resources, I would say, on YouTube. Um, And it's good just to watch a few of these videos and then make your own collaboration.
1: Right. And make some kind of flow that you could get used to and memorize that you could use in the gym. Yep. You know, make one for your lower body, make one for your upper body. Sure. A few of these exercises, connect them all together and make them make sense for five minutes. Yeah. And there you go. You got, you, all of a sudden you have a, a stretching routine that warms you up. So you have a more efficient, a more stable, that's right, safe
0: uh, workout. Same as we talked about last time with the workout. If you go to the gym without a plan, then it's going to take you a lot longer to execute. Mm-hmm. But if you have it all planned out, yeah, it takes you, say it takes you an hour at home putting together your five-minute activation routine or whatever. Well, now you have a five-minute activation routine for every workout you're doing that involves that movement, right? So- you can definitely save a lot of time by taking a little time to prepare. No different than planning your workout before you go instead of going by the fly. So,
1: Yeah, and then you get more bang for your buck, and that's all. It's all efficiency. We all yeah. want that.
0: Yeah, I want definitely more bang.
1: Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Time's a ticking, man. We're, We're all dying, so I don't got time to fuck around. That's right. But uh,
0: anyway, we've been talking for a little bit here. Have we? Yeah, I guess. We
1: haven't even got to much of the meat and potatoes. No. Mostly been dipping into our side of bullshit. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's all right. Last time we got mostly meat and potatoes. We can do uh, a little breathing fire and shoot yeah, some right. shit. So. That's right. Yeah. But uh, anyway, hopefully we've had some good information today and something good, nice to listen to. Yeah,
1: just the stretching alone that last little bit. Absolutely. You know, it's, uh, that stuff is so fundamental and key. I mean, even if you're going out there and and do what I do is kind of like like the monkey animal movements. You know, it's something, it's something without a huge load on your body. Your body movement is so huge and there's a big uh, push on that now, but I mean, just get your body moving and, and make it unstable and find what you need to be
0: firing off to build that stability. Absolutely. You find your weak points really quickly because you literally just fall over. Yeah,
1: you put, your, <laughs> right? put yourself yeah.
0: in weird yeah. positions you're not
1: used to being in. Yep. And you'll see right away what works and what doesn't work.
0: And it's that's, I would like to again, that's something I'd like to get into more, especially as I said, I'm getting more physically healthy and stuff that I can kind of push my limit a little more again. Yep. But I'm very much a feet on the ground, walk, stand, sit person. I'm not very good at dynamic movements and like my mobility isn't very good. So to get rolling around it'd be would be good for me so good thing for that and
1: yeah. I'm sure we're gonna have the uh, instructor our local instructor come on soon Is uh yeah. is really oh, pointing yeah. that out to me because you get in some weird pretzel positions yep. man and you could feel when a joint is this uh, is gonna be bad not stable <laughs> yeah or you don't <laughs> yeah. have no strength in it sure that's one of those sports where it is not forgiving if you're not uh, on top of your game and making sure your body's healthy.
0: Well, and you just don't win, right? If you're not mobile enough to do anything, you're just going to fucking lay on the ground and get pinned. Yeah. You know? (laughs) 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 tap the old starfish. Yeah. Once in a while tap. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I want to say thank you to Thomas again, Ice House Studios, Market Faux Pop, for uh, helping us get this all going and keep it on rolling. Sitting in these luxurious chairs again. And uh, when you get a chance or make a chance to, go donate blood because it saves a life. Uh Bye. Bye. <laughs> Cheers, <laughs> bro. Cheers.